0: It's time for another episode of Bangers in Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football.
1: Welcome to the Bangers in Trash podcast and thanks for joining us this week. I'm your host, Lucio, aka at TFF host on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by the stat man, me. Hello. to the audience. Great again. Uh, Tony. (laughs) What have the, hey. <laughs> the doctor. Pleasure to be back. And P, the aggressive professor. Hello. <laughs> and this, in this episode, we are discussing uh, the best of the on the wide receivers. We had a bit of confusion with P's list last week. He got very aggressive after the show. We had to cut it there because he was about to kill me. Um, but we got, we'll start this week. Uh, With him just to make him a bit happier. P, who is your pick number 13 on your list? I'm not even going to recite the first 12 because we got really confused. I'm glad you're (laughs) doing
2: that. Number 13 is a name that I never mentioned and everyone else did, and it's Keenan Allen. And I'm just, I won't say anything about Keenan Allen, it's obvious, but it's going to be a theme for all my picks. They're all very safe, 27 to 30 year old receivers like Keenan Allen. That's interesting. So you've gone the opposite to what you did in the first. Uh, I upside top 12, very safe second pick receivers. So don't expect very much exciting from me, I'm afraid. OK, can we go for your pick 14 and 15? So then uh, I'll send it to Switzerland afterwards. So OK, it. it's well, I've actually got a, a 16th name in here because I've tiered them four, four and four. But I'll, I'll leave them out. It's Alan Robinson. I've gone for 14 who does have a bit more upside than the rest, potentially the push higher. I do like Adam Robinson this year. And then it's Julio Jones, who I don't like that much, to be honest, but <laughs> he, he has to be there. I mean, I've left the out for too long, so now's the time i got to take him. Okay, thank you for that.
1: Uh, and so, who is your pick 13, 14, 15?
3: All right, then. So, uh, th- number 13, TK Metcalf. Everyone's spoken about him. Some crazy people had him top three. Um, yeah. But he's coming at he's coming at 13 here. And I've said it, my piece on him last time, but I'll just say it again because Cello wasn't here. There's no way there's enough volume for him to be top five, six, definitely not top three. No, not a chance in hell if they keep everything the same. And now they've hired, fired their offensive Coordinator and uh, Pete Carroll wants to go back to the run, no chance. So 13, DK Metcalf.
1: Four, 14. 14,
3: 14, 15. Alan Robinson, bit of an uncertainty with the quarterback, but he's still. Um, if he's obviously if he stays where he is, he's the number one. And 15, Mike Evans. Again, I spoke about Godwin in the other one. If if Godwin stays, and if Godwin and Evans. I can see Godwin going back to his 2019 performance when he was top three and Evans creeping back a little bit with the touchdown regression. So, yeah.
1: Hey, that's interesting. Thank you for those uh, three picks. It's interesting how uh, you brought up DK Metcalf and we'll come on to the aggressive P in a second about that, um, of why he thinks that DK should be going 10 picks higher than where you put him. Woo! 10 picks! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cello. Who's your pick, number 13? We didn't talk about your first 12, but we'll go from Matt's first
4: 12. Well, do you want to run in the last three of my, my picks? Just uh, no. give them... Uh, no, nope, never mind, Matt. Number 12 is time McLaurin, so I'll start from there. Uh, 13, I got Chris Godwin at 13. Similar to what Antonio was saying, I think that they're going to see some touchdown regression for Mike Evans and obviously... If AB doesn't resign, Godwin goes back to his previous role. Um, we go fourteen. I've got. See, I had an issue with this. I, no, I got I, no. I go fourteen. I'm gonna go with. He DJ doesn't Moore, know. DJ Moore. But <laughs> so I've gone for an for an upside pick. And then fifteen, I go in Julio, which, like my brother oh. said, I don't like, and. It's the same situation with Tampa. You can't see the volume for both Calvin Ridley, who are top five, and Julio. So that's why Julio's dropped in the mid-second rank for me.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. And uh, can we just keep order, please, Tonyo? Call me Britney Spears for the rest of the show. Um, (laughs) uh, So it was Justin Jefferson in your first 12, wasn't it, Shell? Not Julio then, I'm guessing, with JJ O'Cotcher. Yes, most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go back then to the aggressive P P. What do you think of DK Metcalf? You put him as number four. Antonio's put him as number thirteen.
2: What do you think of this outrageous claim? It's just a different. I look. Antonio's looking at the team and the tactics, what they're going to do next year, the coach, which is fair enough. I have exclusively focused on the player, who I personally think is the closest thing to Megatron since Megatron. Oh. I, was, <gasps> I, I got no issues saying that he is a super talented receiver. He is power, pace, he's got everything. And if he does become the focal of that offence, he's got the best chance of breaking the top three, which is why I put him there. Antonio <laughs> could be right, they might not focus on him. They obviously knock so it for the year. They? So you know, Irish. I I,
3: I think he's good at the deep the deep uh, routes. I think Wilson started off throwing deep routes to him, and I think his numbers are skewed because of that. Now, you know, they just went away from the deep routes. Right. So I don't know why. Maybe, maybe you know, Wilson wasn't doing it properly. Or, or maybe, maybe the defences figured them out. I don't, I'm not yep. sure. But they, they definitely moved away from throwing it deep to DK Mack out. He couldn't get open in the intermediate or short. He's just a tall receiver. Claypool, he's just a tall, tall receiver who's got cool. speed. Obviously, Claypool's obviously not in the same... Cool. Bracket, but he that's that's the kind of stuff Claypool's linked to Megatron. There's the big thing about Claypool being the next Megatron, so you know, what I'm saying is, as a technician, he's not a technician, he's he's knowing Calvin Ridley. I mean, if you watch his routes compared to um, uh, Metcalf, then it, chasms the chasms are different. So, yeah, then,
2: one trick pony in my eyes. Wow, if you those two examples, I just want to do it quickly. You mirror those two, you got Calvin Ridley alongside them, you got Julio Jones stealing targets. Alongside Metcalf, you've got Lockett. It's not the same. Well,
3: Matt Ryan. So yeah, I, there's <laughs> Julio Jones has never finished outside the top twelve if he's you all put, somehow you've all got him down at 14, 15, both of you, the Doctor and the Professor. If he stays fit, he's a top twelve receiver. There's there's no there's no doubt. Unless, well, you're is, unless, he, unless you're saying he's unless unless you're saying he's thirty two and he's lost a step. So that's a different argument to injury. You can't we, we can't do this list saying everyone's going to get injured. I don't think no,
4: I can't. The cliff is coming for Julio. This is the like, year so that's, a, diff- the top that's a different
3: argument. That's a different argument. So, you think he's been surpassed by Calvin Ridley, and I do because yeah. Ridley's higher. But so, this is the first year if he's fit, he finishes outside the top 12 future. Yep, yep, okay. Fine, that's I just
1: nice. want to clear this up for the listeners when Cello said the cliff, he means he's going to drop off on performance, not jump off the cliff. Uh, and Pete. What you're saying is that DK Metcalf is going to be uh, Megatron, and Antonio's saying this is a Decepticon. That is clearing it up for everybody. So before <laughs> we go on to the Switzerland side, uh, where Statman Matt will or Statman me—I don't know which one the handle is—I've forgotten. Sorry, um, Statman me. Sorry. Uh, when he then orders it, I'm going to go on to our new little question, which I'll ask you, and then at the end of the show, I want you to answer us. Okay. So. It is a little bit of an intro of Who am I? Who, 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 who? Who's that Pokemon? No, nope, not Pokemon. Who's that quarterback? I was drafted by the Falcons in 1991. I the played in two Super Bowls, winning one ring. I was the first ever quarterback to start over 200 consecutive games. I was the first player to win three MVP NFL awards.
3: Who am I?
1: And we'll answer that question later. Uh, Statman Matt, or Statman me. Can you order what the boys have said? So let's go first with P. He said, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones. I know you love Julio. You put him
0: as number nine in your list. What do you think about that order? Um, yeah, so, I mean, let's, let's hang on after the call. Luke and talk about some of those intros, definitely. Mate. We, we need to get to the bottom of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so let's... Uh, I've got Keenan Allen... Then Julio, then Alan Robinson. That was a that was a three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy Not decision for me. Ke- Keenan Allen, much higher up. Um, then Julio, and obviously I'm taking into account that Cello thinks he's going to drop off. I don't I don't agree with that. Um, I think he I think he's still got enough in him to to do well and fit, and he's in my top twelve. So I think he's going to finish in the top yeah. twelve. Alan Robinson, yeah, depends. If he stays where he ends up, what a QB's like, but he's got he's got opportunity. Um, if he does stay, but he's just outside of my top 12, so he'd be third for me,
1: yeah. And you put Keenan as number six for yourself. Um, yeah,
0: I love Keenan. Um, 9. I think with Julio. Herbert, opportunity, talent, yeah, I think he's going to do really well. I'm really high up on him this season. Class. Uh, let's talk about Cello's picks
1: then, probably similar. Godwin, DJ Moore, and Julio, uh, yeah,
0: so. I'd actually go, so Julio again would be top of that list for me for the three. Then I would go uh, DJ Moore potentially and God, when they're close for me, I'll put them in a very similar tier, obviously. um, Depends what happens at Carolina uh, Carolina with the QB. Um, But he he averaged eight targets per game in 2020, DJ Moore. Obviously, like all of those receivers did really well last season. Um, And I just don't... with Evans around and, and getting all of those, I don't, I don't agree with the, um, with the idea that Godwin's going to benefit from, from anything that um, Mike Evans loses. I think Mike Evans is going to do just as well next season. So I, I, I I, I've got Godwin much lower down.
1: And this is why we come to Switzerland, just to get that overall understanding and we'll see who you think has got the best three picks here. Uh, and then we go to DJ Two Time. Um, and that is... D.K. Metcalf,
0: Alan Robinson, and then Mike Evans. Yeah, so I think it's Metcalf, then Evans, then Robinson. Metcalf, I'm not as high up on him as P. Obviously, I don't think many people are. Um, but I'm, I'm not as low down on him as uh, as Antonio. He's, he's, he's uh, You know, I got him in as eight. Um, I got Mike Evans in as 10. I think with, you know, with the offense and what we saw from Mike Evans this season, Um, brilliant opportunity and then like I said before Alan Robertson is just outside for me Um, you know Alan Robertson did really well last season he averaged nine targets per game but again there's uncertainty on what's going to happen with him but yeah he's definitely got the opportunity he's just outside the top 12 for me so bottom of the list the other two are in
1: I like that you brought in no stats that man, mate love it Uh, okay Pete who is your uh, pick number 16 to 18 is it? Yeah, 18, 16, 18, 17.
2: 18. Why not? Um, yeah. like I said this 16 was pushing more into the bracket above, and I see this play very similar to Alan Robinson. So I've got Kenny Golliday here, who a lot of people are going to be down on, obviously, because <laughs> he's been day to day since week four. But I'm going to presume he's fit by the start of next season. Oh. Hopefully, you know, not day to day again. So, but yeah, this. I know he's got Goff thrown in the ball, mate, but he's going to have to take on the role in that offence of Cooper Cup and Woods, basically. He's a talented receiver and he's going to get a lot of opportunities. So I, I like him there. And I think he's going to do well. And more so, I don't like the people I'm picking after him. So that's what he's <laughs> in. <laughs> I love that reasoning. Who's your pick 17, 18 then? So we can uh, enlighten um, the Yes. Yeah. Seventeen, I gotta agree. I can't remember who said it. I'm worried it was Cello, but I'm gonna have to agree with him. It was DJ Moore. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like there. Uh, you saw what they did at the end of the season where they kind of started to fade Robbie Anderson, who was more of a threat to DJ Moore than I would say Curtis Samuel is. Um so yeah, DJ Moore carried on getting his targets, whereas Robbie Anderson started to fade. So I think DJ Moore is now the main man in that offense. Hopefully they get a better quarterback. Again, I think that's what Trevor said, and just a better offense. They had so, they could do so much better, and with McCaffrey, there is just going to be a better all-around offense. And um, eighteen, I have very solid pick in Phelan, who I think a lot of people are going to be lower on, but yeah. I'll wait and see. But he's just solids. I mean, Jefferson might actually. Help him out a little bit now that he's not the main man, which he has been for years and years. Open a bit more. Definitely, I think, a bit more touchdown potential, even though he already gets loads every year anyway. But he should be open more. He should be one-on-one on on the outside. So I think he'll do all right. Enough targets to warrant it.
1: Hey, thank you, uh, P. nice and calmer you said those. Uh, Anto,
3: (laughs) who is your pick, 16, 17, 18? So uh, at sixteen, we haven't said this name yet. So Amari Cooper comes in for me at sixteen. Oh no! Or no have no, we? No. Is that is, is that is that is anyone mentioned him? Just check. No, no one you else. Uh,
0: no one's, mention- no, no, no one's, good one's good mentioned. No one's going
3: to mention him. As well. <laughs> He's in my so, so yeah, I mean, there's again, we're assuming Dak's coming back uh, strong. What, what they did at the beginning of the season was incredible with Dak throwing the ball that much. And I, and I think what the Cowboys will have a look at is basically what worked and what didn't work. And it worked with Dak and Dallas scoring 35 points a game and all three receivers being relevant. The only thing is, obviously, they got three good receivers there
4: mm-hmm.
3: and the tight end coming back. And Zeke's got to get his touches. But I think um, Cooper showed enough when when he boomed to be up around 16. And let's bear in mind, he was top 10. Uh, you know, he's going in top 10 last year. So it is a drop. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, acknowledging there's a drop, but with that back, that upside too much. 17, Robert Woods now with a quarterback change. I think Woods and I think Cup gets hurt. Cup hurts. Cup gets hurt the most in this trade. Because Goff did like looking for him across the middle. Got, uh, and, and Stafford's got more of a tendency to, to wait for those intermediate routes to, to open up, whereas Cup stays around the line of scrimmage. So I think, and again, 17 is pretty low for Woods, let's be honest, where he finishes normally 12, you know, around that top 12. So he's not going to drop out of that range for me. S- someone who has dropped a little bit is the next one. So Terry McLaurin is 18, and I, I, you've all talked about him already. So he's his te- his a technician. He's great. I, I just can't see the fantasy points. I can't see the fantasy points being scored more than some of those others for Washington. And, you know, they might get a good quarterback, but he, he was quarterback, he, he was wide receiver 21 this year. Something like that. Let's have a check. Uh, and, and, you know, that was his best, best uh, season. So what's his ceiling is my question. 18 feels about right or 17, whatever I put him. That's it. Okay. Uh, some outrageous
1: picks here. Um, and we'll come on to those Lovely. in a second. <laughs> I completely, with Terry McLaurin, my personal point of view, I think that he's got a great future. There's a lot of potential there. His speed is outstanding. Mm-hmm. But we'll come back to that in a second.
4: Uh, Cello, who's your 16, 17, 18? <clears throat> so at 16, everyone's already mentioned him, Mike Evans. I know I said there's going to be regression, but he still deserves to be. In this in this tier in the mid second round for receivers at 17, I've got another Cooper, but it's not Amari, it's Cooper Cup. And although oh, my bro is shaking his head already, um, I think well, they got an upgrade at quarterback. I think there's enough in our offense to, to warrant having both Woods and Cup in a similar sort of area, but I'd have Cup. Overwoods just in a, in a touchdown upside situation so um, they got a, a better, more established run game now and they've got a fantastic coach so they'll put points up like they did in 2018 when they had uh, uh, Todd Gurley and the same receiving goal. Um, and then at 18? 18, 18, yeah. uh, i got Adam Phelan. Again, fantastic uh, receiver I can't see him regressing that much below Justin Jefferson. So, he has to be in this tier, in this mid-second round. Hey,
1: thank you, boys. Uh, so, before we move on to Statman me, does anyone want to discuss Amari Cooper being 16 and Terry McLaurin being down at 18 in Antonio's positions? He's given in his explanations. Does anyone disagree with that? Yeah, everyone, I think. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, we all disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good.
3: So we'll to Good. Someone talk- Someone talked to, t- t- talk to me about Terry McLaurin, please. T- right he, he, he was up. 23 this year. I just checked.
2: I think you capped his upside too much when you said mm-hmm. you don't see him going that much higher. And you said, you know, 21st is best. Well, he played? Two seasons. And that yep. was his second season. Third yeah, was year. Two quarter was Yeah, he was an explosive year in the third. So he, he came He. he, he
3: yeah. Okay, all right, I, I'll, I can defend this. I, I don't really like Washington, uh, any, any, any fancy players on Washington. We can all no agree anyone. with that. Right, so, so and, and the other thing is, he, he, was, he was supposed, I mean, this year, everyone thinks he had a good year. That's what I'm saying. Do we agree with that? Everyone thinks he had a good year this year.
2: In he perspective, was, yeah.
3: He, he was okay. He was okay. Yeah, I think he was okay. And he was 23 wide receiver 23, with all those other injuries, with all Amari Cooper and all them falling out because of Dak. And he was 20, that. I, I think that's a ceiling. We're at a ceiling. I can't put him higher than 18 because he plays for Washington. We don't know the quarterback. His routes are really shallow as well. I'm, I'm a bit tired of all these players that just run slant routes and stuff like that. He does, you know, is, is, he's not a touchdown guy either. So what is he? If he's not a touchdown guy like Mike Evans, and he's not, he's not running, you know, um, proper... Proper intermediate to deep routes. His quarterback's uncertain and it's a shit offense. What is he? 18 max. That's that's what I'm saying.
4: Firstly, he's this, a target hog. Sorry. Gosh, so sorry. was JD McKissick. S- secondly, he had three different quarterbacks throwing in the ball last year. And don't make me list off those three quarterbacks because they're not exactly uh, MVP standards. So you've um, got to. Um, a- um. You gotta understand so, that they're gonna upgrade the quarterback situation. They're not gonna go into the season with Carl Allen, Alex Smith, and obviously they've let go of uh, Haskins. So they're gonna upgrade the quarterback situation. He's a he's a great right runner. He, I don't know where you got. He's not a deep. He's not a deep guy. I, well, uh, Luch I, I, mentioned I, his speed earlier. Uh, he's more of an intermediate. Right runner, he's, he didn't do these shallow crossing rights. all the so, time. Every time I watched him, he was doing a shallow cross towards the end
3: of the season. They, they figured <laughs> him out. There's another player, oh, I think. Well, there's another the player, backs- there's another, he's another player that they figured out halfway through the season. I know his quarterbacks fell apart, but you've got yeah. someone over the top. I've watched because I had him in a dynasty, uh, in a fantasy league, and all right, he let me down towards the end. Maybe that's a bit of bias, but mm-hmm. fantasy points, he doesn't score. And defences have literally just braggers in him now over the top, so he can't do that big one anymore. And he's got to come across the slant.
4: <clears throat> Not for me. On the other side of this argument, does Amari Cooper never let you down? Oh. Thanks, oh. <laughs> Anyone want to chip in on
3: this? Cooper's got a bigger ceiling than Cooper's got a bigger ceiling than McLaurin. He's got more competition too, and a lower floor. Does that balance it out? Well. McLaurin's floor last year was three games in the fantasy playoffs. 2.6, I'm reading them out now. 3.5 and a
0: bump.
3: Three games in a row. Cooper has got that floor, obviously, but I just, trust, I just trust Dak and I just trust that offense more. I think that's the bottom line.
1: Everyone's in, entitled to their opinions on tour, but I think yours is wrong this time. f nice One <laughs> McLaurin is very fast. That's all I'm going to say, and you're wrong. He is
3: fast. He is fast.
0: <laughs> kick, <laughs> him out, <laughs> <Luch>. kick him <laughs> out, Looch. Kick him out.
1: I'm going to kick you out if you keep this up on top. You've
0: got no authority <laughs> Read the rules.
1: f <laughs> McLaren. <laughs> uh, let's go to Switzerland. Uh man me. Let's calm this down. I'm going to give you all the players' picks. I want you to choose only three of what people have said. So we got <laughs> Mario we got Robert Woods, and we got McLaren. 18. Uh, and then we've got, uh, sorry, <laughs> Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Phelan, or we've got Galladay, DJ Moore, Phelan. What three players are you thinking are going 16,
0: 17, 18 if you're going to choose three? Okay, so, uh, I mean, there's a lot of names there. So, uh, first of <laughs> all, I'll say uh, McLaurin is a target hog. Cello is absolutely right. Average nine targets per game last season, five games over 10 targets. If he gets a better quarterback, then he is so much better than what Antonio was saying on here. So, yeah, he's, he's like just outside that. that he's, he's that tier after the top 12 for me. So, he's fast. I mean, uh, yeah, he's fast as well. Lucci. <laughs> we won't let that go. He's definitely fast. He's not as fast as Scotty Miller, but he's fast. Um, but yeah, so, and some of those other names, I mean, I can, I can go on, reel them off for me again. So McLaurin's going to be top. Uh, Amari Cooper,
1: Robert he's not Woods. in that. He's not in
0: the top three out of those for me. Uh,
1: Robert Woods,
0: Robert Mike Woods. Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, he's already in my top twelve. So yeah, he's a, he's in a top three list. If we're so Robert Woods, that.
3: Robert Woods, Robert and Cooper came Who Would you like more out of those two? Same team. I like Woods.
0: I agree that they, you know, they're close together. They both had a QB upgrade, obviously. Um, but Woods for me, they both average average the same level of targets last season. But I just I just think Robert, Robert Woods has got a better upside. Um, I think he's going to get opportunities in the end zone as well. So uh, I think, um, but uh, this is a tough one actually, because a case can be made for both of those players. And I think both of them have, have benefited from what's happened already in the off season. So you're not going to go wrong with either of them in some circumstances, but I agree that Robert Woods has moved up from where he would have been.
1: And what do you think of Thielen being pick 18 for Cello and P?
0: I like Thielen. Um, I, I agree that with Jefferson taking eyes away from him, he, you know, he's, he's not lost any talent. He's still a fantastic receiver. He's going to now get more opportunity, but Jefferson took those targets away, um, averaged one more target a game last season than him. You expect um, that incline to rise for, uh, to, con- to continue to rise for, Jefferson, but then it's what feeling um, can do with the opportunity with, with the attention away from him. So feeling's more of that possession catcher, almost like the weaker version of a Jordy Nelson, your type of thinking, are you? Possession catcher, touchdown dependent, small yeah, routes? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're not going to, I don't think you can, the, the more exciting uh, pick you're going to have is Jefferson, which we've all reflected, but feeling's not going anywhere. He's not going away. Lovely. Okay,
1: Matt, do you disagree with any of these being this high then? Or oh, this low, sorry. So uh, I know you said McLaurin and Tor really,
3: you really upset me today, Antor. Let's, um, you... let's talk about Cooper.
0: Yeah, Matt <laughs> Cooper. I think I, I get oh, why. So he, um, finished, I,
3: he, finished, he finished 15 this year, just yeah. minute, with, with Dak leaving at week
0: five. Yeah. And he had a roller coaster of season and Dak is coming back. And you've got to yeah. back that Dak is going to be healthy and that that offense is obviously going to see massive improvements from that. Um, but he's just a, I, and I don't know what, this is biased from, from seeing maybe, uh, you know, a bit of a roller coaster with him in, in previous years from people who've had him and been burnt by him. So there's that as well. And it might not be anything scientific, but he just feels like a risk.
1: Love it. Thank you. So
0: are we in agreement that
1: most of those picks are around there, but Terry McLaurin and Tors losses Zed?
0: Yeah. I think I think Antonio <laughs> has has been bitten by a case of whatever. Pietro was bitten by when he put DK up at, at the third. I got not explain it again. Like,
3: it's just One a case time. of the
0: crazies, I think. I'll do it again.
3: <laughs> Cooper finished twenty. Cooper finished fifteenth. McLaurin finished twenty third. And you're saying you're all saying it's going to flip.
2: We're all basically and saying we like. To I, yeah, I think I
3: just it's that. I just can't. I As can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a better player. I think definitely. Fancy points. Washington scored 12 and uh, Dallas scored 35, so... <laughs> right. so <laughs> I'm going to give you some chance to redeem no, yourself. Make me happy
1: with your next three picks. Who is pick number 19, 20 and 21? If you say somebody like Terry McLaurin, I'm going to be really upset.
3: Yeah, you're not going to like that. You're not going to like this either. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, you might. Kenny Kenny Galladay, 19, Phelan, 20, I haven't said DJ Moore yet, and I, I don't know if I want to say DJ Moore still at 21, but I will. So, Kenny G, Thielen, DJ Moore. And so, Kenny G's on his own really as a wide receiver. He's got Hawkinson there. Goff will do enough to get him to 19. Don't, I don't see the upside, though, as I used to. So, mm-hmm. maybe that's his ceiling. Thielen's safe, but he's, he's massively touchdown dependent. Uh, this year, so uh, there's a massive gap. Obviously, I had Jefferson in the top 10, so 10 and 20 feels about right, although I do see Minnesota running it a little bit more, and if Jefferson's going to take that step up, that might, that might drop as well. And DJ Moore, if they keep the three wide receivers again, and the big one with DJ Moore for me, I know Chalo's mentioned him already, but if McCaffrey comes back, there's no way they're going to keep the running back touches, which they mm-hmm. did this year, to 15 so that's going to be another 10 touches for a running back i i don't know about the volume that's what scares me with dj moore he's a great receiver same as terry but if McCaffrey's back i think his opportunities go down
0: that's good context
1: yeah you, you made me happy with those three picks you redeemed yourself Antor. thank you um you can stay in the show <laughs> <laughs> uh pete your nostrils flared when Antor said dj moore was that on purpose, or were you just being accidentally
0: aggressive? No, they just made.
2: Uh, accidental aggression. It happens. <laughs> Whenever Antonio speaks, I get ready. But <laughs> 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 I don't okay. Care. Who's your pick 19, 20, and 21? <laughs> I said, these, the problem is these brackets haven't really helped me because I've grouped these firmly in a four, a four, and a four. And what I mean by <laughs> that is you can literally pick any name in the four and be happy. It's around about the same. So if I go back, I had DJ Moore, Fever. Yep. The next two names coming up, I've got in the same area. So 19, I've got Woods. I think massively above Cup because both Antonio and Cello mentioned it, but they didn't really link them together, to be honest. Antonio mentioned that um, Cup was Goff's favourite receiver and they were good friends as well, you got to remember, off the field too. They... They liked throwing it to each other. No, sorry, Goff liked throwing it to <laughs> Cup <laughs> did throw the ball a couple of times. <laughs> but yeah, um, Cup is gonna regress, I think, in this offense. It is and Cello said the other point, but kind of didn't link it either. That he said they they like they got a good run game. But it's not just a good run game, it's a run first offense, which clearly means they're gonna throw the ball less. <laughs> I mean it's not not a difficult to understand so but woods is going to be the, play, the main receiver there so okay. I've got woods firmly there same line of feeling He's going to get oh. enough hits and just below that as i agree is amari cooper you could comfortably put cooper at 17 any of those four interchangeable in my eyes but i've ranked them that way and we've already
0: that's a way to cop out I love it <laughs> you, <laughs> you should come, come, come over to, me to me. switzerland with me mate
2: Exactly, <laughs> you've got a tier of receivers. Otherwise, it doesn't make much sense. You need a twenty-one, don't you? Yeah. Um, please I've gone for a name we haven't mentioned, and it's Deontay Johnson, a twenty-one. Oh, yeah! I, I forgot about him. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't even like how I put it there, but, but when you look at the numbers, I'm not sure how I couldn't. He was the favorite receiver on a very good offense, and provided yeah. Big Ben stays, not that's going to change. He's going to keep getting the targets. He doesn't get enough touchdowns, really, to warrant going higher. But, yeah, I think he has to be here. I'm sure someone's going to disagree.
1: Well, it looks like you've got the audience, because Antonio was biting his hand while she was speaking, and Cello was shaking his finger, shaking his head, shaking his nose. Don't say
2: shaking he He's <laughs> bringing up injuries. You've already <laughs> said you can't count injuries, so... So, Carry Cello... <laughs>
1: Before we uh, talk about your picks, you were shaking everything that your mama gave you uh, on Woods <laughs> being at number 19. So, why did you disagree
4: with Woods and the
1: run first offense and
4: what Peace Spear was? There, there were so many words he said that I disagree with. Firstly, the gap between the two of them, he said, was massive. I just that you said it was huge, a big gap. One of those words, one of those <laughs> expressions. Anyway. <laughs> I'll just I'll start with that. Run first. So last year, yes, they did lean towards the run, but that was because of they wanted to take the pressure off. Kof. They wanted to take away from his deficiencies in his in his overall decision making, his passing, it is just general quarterback play. They've got an elite quarterback now. I can't see them loading up Cam Akers, Dow Henderson, Malcolm Bright, whoever whoever they want to load up when they've just traded for an elite quarterback. So, regardless of if Cooper Cup was his favourite target, Mastiff has never been a a ding-and-dunk sort of passer. And that's where Woods sort of excels. He jet sweeps, little short throws slants. Cooper Cup's more your intermediate right runner. And that's
2: why I disagreed and shook my head viciously. (laughs) I don't say it helps you on the intermediate. If you're looking for upside, you're looking for someone like um what's his name? Van Jefferson, the deep threat to get more with Stafford's huge arm.
4: I don't see how Cup's
2: position it changes in the team.
4: Touchdowns. His touchdown uh, rate last year, I think he had two touchdowns all season. And um, prior to that he was in double digits. I, I can't I can't see him getting another single digit season for touchdowns. They've stockpiled three great running backs. They're going to use him.
2: They'll rotate, yeah. They'll rotate. They're going to punch the ball in every chance they get. I can't see it, sorry. Antonio's looking drunk. What's are you going to say? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, was just, I was just going to say, I don't think Malcolm Brown's coming back. He's out of contract. So it is down to two. and That's okay. why, you know, backs up the Camacus, uh theory. 80% touches. That's what I was going to say. So, yeah, yeah. in mean, Woods and Cup, you can just take your favourite one. They'll be around the same, let's be honest, they're going to be around the same pick, aren't they, in the draft? So, yeah. you just choose your favourite one at that stage. Okay, thank you, boys, for discussing uh,
1: P's picks. I'm glad it, it was some outrageous picks in today's uh, and discussions already. Um, we'll, we'll come to Matt after Chello's done his pick 19, 20, and 21.
4: Chell, are you going to make us angry? No, I'll keep it quick. I got Robert Woods, as we just mentioned, at 19. I got T. Higgins at 20, and I got C.D. Lamb at 21. <laughs> I know that P
1: really wants to shout at you because you pay, pick Woods at the same position as him. Um, but Matt, I'm going to come to <laughs> you first. We got Galladay at 19 or Woodson Woods at 19. Who are you picking at 19 for yourself?
0: Uh, at 19, so I I, I had um, Woods slightly higher, and I had Galladay around 18, 19. So... Um I take Woods, I'd probably take Woods over Galladay. Um, but I like Galladay as well. Um, you know, obviously he's he's got a new quarterback. Um, so we have to see see how things work out there. But he's there's no denying the talent and when he's healthy, he gets the target. So it's not it's not gonna be a bad pick for anyone.
1: Okay, love it, sitting on face.
0: Roughly. Yeah, oh yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree. I with everything that was said. <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
1: okay, we got Cooper at number 20. T. Higgins, who
0: you absolutely loved, or feeling. Um so I I would so I do absolutely love um T. Higgins. Um, you know, he, he emerged um as the number one. He's he he got the interesting thing with Higgins is he's his targets didn't go down after Burrow um, mm-hmm. got injured. His, his average per game target didn't go down. But I'm just really interested to see how he does with with obviously Bo Burrow, Burrow was injured while week 11? So he, he had um you know they had a, a good amount of the season together. I think I'm just excited for Burrow when Burrow's healthy again and seeing those two link up again. Again, he's super talented. And if he get he will get the opportunity. So I think the two things come. Two things combined, he's going to be an exciting player for for someone next season. Um, and he was put up against Cup. Uh, yeah, like I said, you know Woods and Cup are around the same eye edge Woods um, over Cup, but again, I, it's fair where they're coming in. Of yeah. course, I agree. <laughs> okay, Matt, you have got to pick
1: one player for pick number twenty one. Now you can't say you just agree. Uh C.D. Lamb, Deontay Johnson. Or DJ Moore, who are you choosing? If they were <laughs> all those three players were on the board at pick twenty-one for the wide receiver position, who are you choosing? One person.
0: So, so what was it? DJ Moore. So I like what Tony brought up about the fact that obviously we've got to take in the context of McCaffrey last season, which I think is really important um, for anyone listening. So I was getting excited about DJ Moore. Um, who who did we have him up against? Sorry, Luch? CD Lamb, or Deontay hmm. Johnson. Deontay Johnson, of those three, I'd actually take Deontay Johnson. And it does feel odd because when you look at, you know, he didn't get, um, was it Smith-Schuster got a lot of the, got a lot of the touch last season over him, but he gets the targets. Again, super talented. I, I would take um, Deontay Johnson out of those three. If Big Ben's still there and the offense still firing as it did in the, um, well, before the, uh, before the playoffs, and then um, I'd take Deontay Johnson. OK, thank
1: you, Matt, and I love that you made that decision. Um, P, I know that you want to discuss what happens to Woodson Cup. We brought it up quite a few times already in the show. With Goff leaving the Rams, what does that do, in your eyes, to the Rams wide receivers and also to um, Marvin Jones, the touchdown-dependent
2: wide receiver, and obviously Gollizé? Well, if it's just look at the Rams in general. They're a better offence with Stafford. I mean, there's no, <laughs> no logic. There's no, nothing to describe. They are just better. they got a better quarterback. Simple as that. they got a huge deep threat now if they ever needed it. So I think they will adapt their offense slightly to use, like I said, someone like Van Jefferson deep down the field, potentially for... Because they never did that before, really. It was only ever inter- in the intermediate and they used someone to bomb down the field like cut, catch in, and then get the yards after catch. Pretty a deep touchdown. Um, in terms of the Lions, well, it's the opposite, obviously. I don't like Goff. I just really don't like it. I don't think he's got a brain to be a good quarterback. I mean, when things go wrong, he doesn't know what to do. He can't think on the field to adapt quick enough, which is why they can never get through the playoffs. Um, and it's why they had to switch to a run-first offense. Shella was right with that. They did adapt to Goff, very much so. Um. <laughs> Marvin Jones, I don't know why we're bringing him up. He's not a <laughs> I mean, you just he not, took... Do you not make it into one of your tiers,
0: Pete? Do you not make it into your thir- thirty to 50, 50 tier, that one tier you've got?
2: If I could throw yourself. that far, he might make it. He might straight the bottom of the barrel. No, he's just someone who took an opportunity when it came to him. He's a decent enough receiver. You took it. But Galladay's the main man, there. Eh? Nothing changes for him either. He's still... If they don't draft anyone else, it's him and Hockerson is the offence.
1: I like it. I like that you're bringing up the intelligence as well. I remember speaking to Antonio, I think three or four years ago, about uh, watching Hard Knocks. And the Rams mm. won Hard Knocks. And I was saying, that the quarterback coach said, Goff is the thickest quarterback he's ever coached. He asked him, where does the sun come from? And Goff said, I don't know. <laughs> and usually the quarterbacks are the most intelligent people on that pitch. Uh, and so, what do you think about that trade? Then analyze that trade because you you've got the most insight, yeah. most points. Yeah.
3: Okay. McLaren. <laughs> yeah. So if McLaren goes to the Rams, then what? lovely. What? <laughs> but if not, then I, I still think that, I still think both teams did all right here. Yeah. So be, before before that trade, the Lions were uh, you know you heard the news that Stafford was going, and it was worst case scenario for Kenny Kenny Galladay, Hawkinson, and Swift. But I actually think, you know, worst case scenario, being a rookie quarterback and they, you know, uh, take time to accustom to the offense, et cetera, et cetera, or or a lesser quarterback. um, And a Goff is a first right. Let's let's not forget this. He's been to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's been to multiple playoff games. Stafford hasn't. So the Lions, I think the Lions actually got best case scenario out of this uh, situation. Where they get a quarterback who's been to the big games before can manage the offense and keep Hawkinson Swift and Kenny Galladay still fantasy relevant. So that's the Lions. Forget about what they gave up in terms of oh no, well, they, they received first first round picks as well. Yeah. The Rams are ready to win now. Their defense is spectacular. We saw that. Ramsey, Aaron Donald, even the linebackers showed out towards the end. Uh, so their defense kept them in the games and it was up to Goff not to not to lose the games but now when they start playing teams like Seattle or Arizona next actually I think we're going to make a step forward uh, and San Francisco might well you know they, they've been to Super Bowl recently as well they might come back if the Rams need to score now they can with Stafford so they will be able to throw and not just dink and dunk with golf and manage the game they've got the ability now they're losing by 10 fourth quarter Staff steps up So, they've got that. That's a big change for them, and they'll win more games. So, yeah, I think the Rams will be in the playoffs next year, and we'll see Stafford big time, see what he can do. Thank you so much for
1: that insight. Uh, Cello, with your accountancy, do you think that they've (laughs) overpaid for getting Stafford, the Rams?
4: Yes, and no. If you're talking in terms of just pure value, yes. But if you're saying that, they are going to win this season. If they do win the Super Bowl, have they overpaid? Absolutely not. So, like Antonio said, they're trying. They're trying for the Super Bowl. The defense is ready. They got two quality, quality receivers. The run game is okay. It, it got going last season. It's it's all right. So, if if they falter though this season and they end up going out first round the playoffs or whatever it may be, then yes, it is an overpay. But this is all hindsight. At at this moment in time. The value is fair. Okay, thank you for that, accountancy.
1: Uh, Pete, what did you want to say about that? uh, Cello's accountants.
2: Um, No, one about Cello is just something I saw, which I thought was really good to help you to try and understand this trade. And this is how I came to the reasoning of why it went through. If you imagine it's goth and a third for Stafford. That's kind of about right, I feel, player-wise. Because that's yeah. the difference in talent. And then if you imagine it's two firsts and to take on Goff's contract, which yeah. was the main problem, then that's how you understand it. It's two separate trades almost. They basically said, yeah, the players are fine. There's no way we can have Goff's contract here when we're trying to rebuild. That's a huge amount of cap space gone. And we're trying to build a young team here. So they had to give up the two firsts to get them to take on the contract. And when I read it that way, it kind of made sense. Whether it's overpaying yeah. or not, but that's the only way it could have gone through. And and of... That
1: does make more sense. They, they're kind of paying for the future, but they're saying that Goff isn't worth our multi-million contract that they actually set down years ago when he was at his peak. Okay, uh, this comes on to pick 22, 23 and 24 before we go back to the who am I? question. Um, <laughs>
3: and so... <laughs> Who's yes, your pick, yes. 22, 23, 24? Deontay Johnson, CD Lamb, and there's a few names for that 24 spin. DJ Chark. I'm going to throw DJ Chark in here. Thanks. Nice. Okay, thank you, Tom. I like those. Um, Pete?
2: I've gone 22 is Cooper Cup. So, my massive gap according to Cello is Woods at 19, Cooper Cup at 22. And then I've got. Um, Your words? Your words? <laughs> 23. <laughs> 23 is where I got a bit bored of picking safer receivers and I just went for T. Higgins because I was like everything about the offense, throwing the ball and, and T. Higgins. And 24, where I probably should have teamed up Tyler Boyd here because he's very close to T. Higgins, but I didn't want to do it. So, I just went for CD Lamb.
1: Okay, thank you, Pete. Let's go to the argumentative cello.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, these three names I'm going to give you now. They deserve to be in the second round, but I'm going to put a big asterisk saying I would never draft any of these three players. Oh, so I'm just, going to, I'm just go. going to name them and just leave it at that. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: so, am I, Hang on a minute. This is second list, least, this I,
4: sorry, <laughs> se- second tier for these, you know, Gotcha. The second lot of 12, lot of 12. so uh,
2: Mary Cooper
4: wouldn't touch, uh, Kenny Galladay definitely wouldn't touch, and ODV. So I'll just leave him in there for you. I absolutely this couldn't have been any more of a cello
1: pick than he's possibly done. I'm just hoping they've gone by the
4: time they separate. get
0: the me. I mean, that, that context setting is unbelievable. What a caveat! Like, these are my yeah. picks but they'll never be my picks.
2: (laughs) Telling the listeners Uh, who should pick a 22, but I wouldn't do it.
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) at your own risk. Capital risk.
2: I I absolutely love that. That just makes the show.
1: Um, Okay, so, Matt, this is the hard bit for you now, because this is where I know that Antonio and Pietro have both said they could have chosen 40 players and put a massive tier on it. Um, But (laughs) who are you choosing out of Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, or Cooper Cup as your pick number 22 for wide receiver?
0: Well, I got a quick, I got a have with you actually, Luke. Where does the sun come from, mate? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: from the sky. You have a think about that. I'm not going to do an intro for that question. You have a think about it and we'll come back to you. Um, maybe in a couple of weeks. No, go on. Go, go on. go on. So, so go on. A Barry Cooper, is it? A Barry Cooper, Who's who the other two?
1: Cooper Cup. Uh, it's Cooper Cup or Deontay Johnson. And think
0: of it intro. Yeah. Um there's one answer here, Matt. Right. It's, it's cool. Ah, that's a this is a tough one. This is. I agree. With so Deontay,
3: John, Deontay Johnson <laughs> needs Johnson. to be talked about because Juju is leaving. There's no way he's going back to see this is Are We all agreed on that. I or, I or do we think he's going back? Because that's that's a big, big decision on Deontay Johnson, I think. He's
0: Let's go to
1: Juju's favourite fan, which is Pietro.
2: <laughs> he's a number one receiver and he's being disrespected the way they don't treat him as number one receiver. He's going so he's, to leave so he's I, leaving. I'm sure he's like, going to go. And there's plenty Deontay's of Dante's too low on everyone's list
3: then. Yeah. My, that's it, the it, if, we, if that's the case. <laughs> and we'll re, 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 revisit it over the summer or whatever when Juju's when gone. I can guarantee you Dante moves up the most there of all these names. the only good. one who mentioned him, wasn't it? <laughs> You just got mentioned by me and Cello. And, you know, he doesn't. Uh, he's in a different tier if Juju leaves, in my opinion.
0: They throw, they throw
3: the ball so much in Pittsburgh yeah. and they won't change. Yeah. They will not change. Eric Ebron drops them all, so they'll stop throwing to him. And I think he's leaving <laughs> as well. Vance, McDonald's retired. I haven't got a running back who can catch the ball, let's be honest. McFarlane next year, maybe. Have a look at him. And it's just him and Claypool on the outside. And they throw the ball so much.
2: Ben's got a so state. Terry McLaurin.
3: Terry McLaurin or DeAndre Johnson next year. is one, one selection if Juju goes.
0: Hmm. You're not high up on Terry McLaurin then, Tom?
3: Well, no. The same
0: thing is. Uh... <laughs> You're the set mate, you know. This, <laughs> this, is, this very is the good time, time to hear an eight. Okay, it's so DeAndre Johnson's mission. top of that list then. They, they, just, they, just want to say McLaurin is
1: fast. Uh, pick number 23, CD Lamb, Golladay, or T
0: Higgins? CD Lamb, Golladay, or T Higgins? Um, Golladay, <sighs> then Higgins, then Lamb. Okay,
1: thank you. Pick 24, which could be a massive bracket, yeah. Uh, o- Odell
0: Beckham. Mm. CD o- Lamb. O- only person who mentioned Odell Beckham, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's- or yeah. DJ Chark
0: so Odell Beckham C.D. or DJ Chak now it's an interesting one Chak in I mean what are people how are people feeling about Chak next season let's just have a discussion on that
2: he's going to have a quarterback
3: so how good do we <laughs> that, think that, how, that do, how good do him. we think how Trevor Lawrence is that'll help is there he going to he take
1: the NFL is he, is he going to take this NFL by storm Shadow said he's once in a lifetime quarterback
3: but how, how good do you think DJ Chark is
0: yeah that's is my he point he's, number, he's, a,
3: he's the number one receiver
0: so it's yeah. an automatic yeah. if Trevor Lawrence comes in and sets the world on fire DJ Chark gets that bump and we're good to yeah. ride him
3: who else have they got there to catch Tyler Eiffel. Ian Cole um Cole. yeah, yeah forgot about Chenault. okay so I yeah.
0: think is exciting <laughs>
3: Like definitely... Yeah, so tra- it, it, it depends on travel lines It could be another uh, Kenny Galladay, Matt Stafford connection, couldn't it? And Kenny Galladay was was the clear number one there when Stafford was there. It could it could be? Uh, so you're looking at around four. <laughs> it's DJ Chark's ceiling is very high. Yeah, that's the case. yeah.
1: there's a gamble with these uh, later on picks, which um, obviously if if Terry Terry does come in and absolutely smashes it.
0: Um, what well, were those uh, three again, Looch? Was it Galladay, uh, Lamb No,
1: No, uh, DJ Chark. Yeah. Odell Beckham or C.D. Oh, yeah. Lamb. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're all in. they were all in a tier. I thought Galladay was in amongst them Then I was going to say that's no, no. So, not a chance. Okay. So that gets us to our pick one
1: for the wide receivers to 24. Did anyone actually... I won't do the intro because Matt does said that he doesn't like the intro. Boys, do you like the intro? Which one do you prefer? Oh, the singing true. or the... Who am I? Quarterback in the American voice. Which one do you prefer? Well, you I don't remember. I can't remember.
2: I the
3: question. Do you
2: know when you speak after I move. we Are we going to so <laughs> we well, just touch are, gonna touch?
3: are we going to touch? Hang on. Are we going to touch on ODB?
2: Because that's a big name. To. Yeah, we've all dropped in a path. Well, time. I had him 25. He
3: was the one. He was I the next got got one. I
2: 25
3: if you want to convenient, How no, convenient, lads.
0: Out. How convenient that is. No yeah.
3: Higgins, the, the list, we haven't talked about Tyler Lockett, who who finished, oh, yeah. wide, receiver, no. we, he, he finished wide receiver nine, boys. Nine. Yes, Tyler Lockett it is in my Will top Fuller, 24. Will Fuller, Fuller was getting, wide receiver two
0: yeah.
3: when he got done for doping. Obviously, he's linked to um, Watson, and if he leaves, etc. But if Watson and Fuller are there, he's out of the 24, is he? That's not a,
2: Watson's I'm not there. Not
4: there's too much risk at the minute, right. so that's why he's not in there.
2: This you gotta consider right there that Watson is not there. But, yeah. I mean, requested a trade. Okay. As close yeah. to a trade as you're gonna get.
3: Uh, other names that I like: uh, Brandon Ayuk, Courtland. Snow. well, yeah, he's in. He's in there. I like Courtland it. Sutton. Cortland Sutton um, looked amazing before he left. Are we thinking Judy and? We need to talk about Denver because they got a. I mean, if they get a quarterback, it's sky high.
4: The receiving call is fantastic, but they yeah. need oh. a quarterback.
2: Yeah, I, they drafted a quarterback last year. I don't think they're going to give up on him this quickly. So I think this, he's wow. stuck with him.
4: So many he needs names, to yeah. progress because he, he's so erratic. I know, but I just he think they're going to gonna stick
2: with Block for now because they've got. They've all got first, second year players, and they're all going to continue with them for now just to see what happens. I don't think they're going <laughs> to jump on a quarterback.
4: You threw a pick in all but two games last season.
2: Oh, I know, he's terrible. That's, 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 not, that's not winning a football <coughs> match. Convince so. the GM. Yeah. The GMs, so, when they draft a quarterback, they put their name to him. So they're very reluctant to let him go.
3: Certain's a fantastic talent. That's all, that's all I can is. say. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. But uh, uh, if we're talking about the receivers, I think it's a bit of a worry because all three of them are similar ages, similar start types of players. So they might just play a free free receiver offence and see what happens. I don't think you can bank on one of them being the out-and-out out number one next year.
4: And no offence in there, don't forget. Yeah, see it. Yeah. Some Problem interesting
2: age. picks
4: there. <clears throat>
3: So you haven't seen interesting picks.
4: It
1: is. And I know when I played Madden 20, I think it was, at my uh, career mode, went straight to Bron- uh, Bron- uh, Denver, and I was the best quarterback ever. I'm sure I'm <laughs> tall when they <laughs> as
0: well. It's a fantastic <laughs> it bit of insight. Like Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they need a Lucho quarterback who just throwing it to Courtland Sutton's all the time.
2: Yeah. And
1: that and nails it up. Um, okay, so let's go to the question of who am I? I won't do an intro because none of you gave me any feedback. Cheers, boys. But, we did uh, give you feedback, Lucio.
0: It was very constructive.
1: Yeah, you said don't do it. <laughs> well,
0: well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Stop not constructive. That front, That's please. just mean.
1: <laughs> I had two introductions and neither of them worked for you. You just, just mean critics. Okay, so the question <laughs> was, what was: I the question was drafted is? by the Falcons in 1991. I played in two Super Bowls winning one ring i was the first ever quarterback to start over 200 consecutive games i oh, got it
4: that's the giveaway player giveaway
1: MVP you. nfl awards
4: who am i oh, who am i you you yeah. wouldn't mention a packer wouldn't you, you don't, yeah you, what'd you do <laughs> i didn't say packers in this i just said I know, <laughs> I but drafted the, yeah you didn't 200, have to do two hundred consecutive games <laughs> gives it away <sighs> brett Favre.
3: Ah oh, damn it. Okay, next we I, was got in, to I was in I was in something about Mary. I could have said that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I
1: love it. So um that that's everything for me. Did anyone want to say anything else, boys?
0: I've got a quick one. What's our predictions for the Super Bowl?
3: Oh Ooh. yeah. Got- <laughs> I haven't thought about it, really. Someone else speak.
1: Well, all I'm going to say is the predictions before the Super Bowl, we've got both wrong, so I'm not going to make <laughs> any predictions.
2: I'll, I'll say a stat that they said on my um, figure of Sky Sports, that the last QB to beat Mahomes in the playoffs was Brady, and that the last QB to beat Brady in any game was Mahomes.
0: <laughs> which I thought you so
3: didn't change didn't change anything no so it, a... i i went back i actually watched does anyone watch the game in Tampa Kansas City this this year they played about four weeks ago five weeks ago something like that can anyone remember the score well i just told you my homes were were. Well, the score <laughs> was 27 24 it was very very close tyreek hill that was the massive tyreek hill game when he went uh 200 something uh, in in the, in in the, the first quarter. quarter that's it yeah <laughs> And, but, but the interesting thing about that game is in the second half, they figured out again how to play Tyreek Hill. So I, I don't know. There, there's a chance here that the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is actually better than, than we give it credit for. Mm. And uh, if Brady's got a defense that keeps him close in the game, we, we you know, be mm. foolish to bet against Brady. I mean, I've watched 21 Super Bowl. This is my 21st Super Bowl I'm going to watch live. Brady's been in 10 of them. So I'm getting a bit
2: sick of it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I no, I don't think we're underestimating Tampa's defense, but we'd all agree it's one of the, one out of fifteen best in the league. But yeah, um, only, it, towards the good, just, only towards it's the end. Only towards the end. The run defense. I,
1: the yeah, run they've defense got. There. They get a lot of pressure on that quarterback. Look, you saw the him, like, way they played in the player,
2: against receivers. is <clears> phenomenal. But they've yeah. lost everyone. I don't know who... I, I haven't checked the injuries, but they did lose each one of their corners in each game. No, no
3: they're all... Yeah, they're all back. They're all now. back. That's fine. They're all back. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think
2: it's... the Chiefs will run up big, early. I think they'll come lights out in the first quarter, run up the mm-hmm. score, and then have you up to Brady to bring it back? And then I don't know. I'm back I... in the books anyway. That's all I'm saying. The more Oof. I think about it, I'm back in the books.
3: I started off on the Chiefs. But after watching that game and watching how how they figured them out, and they played better pass defense, which is the key, because the Chiefs are not going to run the ball. Let's be honest, and you know it's going to be pass defense of the Bucks against the pass offense of the Chiefs. That's going to be what decides the game. Yeah, and I think they figured it out second half. So.
4: <laughs> yeah, that, what the Bills struggled with is they they got no pressure on Mahomes. The they they let him throw the ball. They let him get plays off and I don't think the Bucks allow him to have that much time and to create these plays which he, which he did in, done in the uh, Championship game so I'm going Bucks.
2: They talked about that though in the game I think it was Romo talking about the Bills saying the most they could do was a four-man press because any more yeah. maybe yeah. they, they struggled spend- all season
4: with, yeah. with getting at the quarterback though so uh, I, Tampa don't have the same issue
2: no, the Bucks. They said this. The other playoff game the Bucks played, they only used a four-man press, and it was enough. Those enough, four were yeah. very good. So it'll be one or lost there. I think you can agree that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's that been was, a great I discussion,
1: boys. Thanks again for the listeners for you guys joining us. As always, let us know whether you agree or disagree with uh, McLaurin being Nalo uh, by tweeting us at bangers. Trash pods on Twitter. Uh, you can all reach us on there, including cello on times. Um, or if you want to reach out to us individually, you can find me at uh tffhost. TFF sorry, got my teeth in. You can uh, find Antonio at
0: a
3: cannavali seven,
1: and you can find the stat man me at man me. That's
0: not Step your man. handle. Is yeah. That that's my name. <laughs> too fast. That's my name. That's my handle.
1: I don't <laughs> want people you can to join find us me. Next week.
0: I don't want people uh, to find me.
1: <laughs> you can join us next week for our next episode, which is going to be on what, boys? What are we going to discuss? Oh, we
3: yeah, haven't discussed Not tight ends. We're not doing tight it ends. No, no, we're not it's doing not tight, tight end time, time is it? T- t- that's t- t- all t- t- you t- t- need to know. It's
0: not tight ends. Yeah. That's a short show.
3: I've got an idea. Why don't we talk about offenses that we think. Are gonna improve and uh, and you know therefore fancy points improve maybe or something like that. Off- the biggest change in offenses that we see from one year to the next, and then we can discuss the fancy options around that. Okay, sounds like a suggestion. Just an idea. On. on that bombshell. Hope to see you all next week and
1: thanks for listening. Nice. Bye.